Oh, have we thought of a name for the show? I haven't thought of a name for the show. This is episode 18, would you believe it? Awesome. Right, I'm just going to go on to IMDb, top 250. Yeah, top 250. <laughs> What's movie 18 on top 50? Yeah. Oh, it's Forrest Gump, so no. Welcome back to Nerd vs. World, episode 18, It's a Wonderful Nerd. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And I'm Amy. How are we doing this week, folks? Awesome, awesome. Yes, it's been a good few weeks. It has, hasn't it? It has. <laughs> are we all over the excitement of seeing Neil Gaiman and Philip Pullman in the same building? It, it was truly, truly epic. Fantastic. Absolutely loved that. Yeah. And really inspired me to go buy more books. <laughs> What was the Did you give him a T-shirt? Yes, I did. I gave him a T-shirt. All right, okay. I gave Neil Gaiman a T-shirt. Yes, yes. What did it say? <laughs> the T-shirt, um, the T-shirt that I gave him is one I had for ages that I haven't worn because of the job I do, <laughs> and it says on there, by reading this, I have brief control of your mind. That's fair enough. Cool. Okay. Apt as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah indeed. Control over most of us. Neil Gaiman's very words. Yeah. <laughs> he thought it was fantastic and very apt. Sweet. And the fact that he was very, running very low on t-shirts was more appreciated. <laughs> he, he did actually say, "It's like that's great because I'm running out. I'm down to my last two t-shirts. I need another one." I now have a signed Sandman number one, which makes me very, 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 very happy. That's pretty sweet. My Preludes and Nocturnes has been signed also. Yeah. Megan got her Wolves in the Walls done as well. I, all I got out was being taunted by, by Emma on Twitter that it's, that it's Megan 3, Brendan nil when it comes to meeting your game. <laughs> in terms of signings, yeah. yeah. Well, you have a book signed, but you didn't meet Yeah, it no, it's fine. It's just like... Sometimes social anxiety just gets too much, you know. It's like you don't yeah. want to wait in a queue, so you just want to just get get out as soon as possible. Well, they were really quick because they they were really on the mm. ball for sorting out kind of kids and disabled and pregnant people and stuff. This time, they basically just gathered all of us in the bar, and then the, yeah. then Neil Gaiman and Philip Pullman just came, came down, down and yeah. signed it. Oh, so we did, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they signed that in the lobby, and yeah, they chat with him. Yeah, it was awesome, very cool. He said I have an awesome name, which is really cool. Which is true. It's like, it's a spindles. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yes. really cool. I saw, yeah, I saw the photo yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. And he, in fact, he wrote something very similar in in my Preludes and Nocturnes. Yeah, he, he has a tendency of writing certain things on certain books. So he yes. like, writes sweet dreams on a lot of the Sandman books. Yeah, he he just wrote dream. Yeah, on mine. Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's very cool. And sometimes he he draws a Sandman in it. That's, that's my... Yeah, um, I can't remember which one it is. It's not Endless Night. Or is it Endless Night? It might be Endless Night. It's the one that he's, he's done. like a a, self-portrait. Just a, an outline of Sandman in silver pen. And it's just the most awesome thing that's ever. That's pretty <laughs> Did you get a copy of Fortunately the Milk? Uh, no, not yet. It's I not out. It's oh, not out, out until, until, until September 15th, I think it is. I thought it was October. No, it's September, September 15th, I think. Cool. Yes, I do want... To I have, to, yeah. I have to find out what happens next. You've yes. got to find out what happens to the... Uh, the Stegosaurus oh, in the, the Stegosaurus in the hot air balloon. Yes. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah. I think we're, we're, we're possibly going... He's doing a, a reading of the whole thing down in London 
so we might try and go down for that and right. have a reading of is that the, whole, a, is the whole book. Is that an earlier yeah. one? Um, no, no, I think it's I think it's as part of the release program. Really? Yeah. Because he's back in the US now, isn't he? Uh, well, yeah, but then he's back over again. He's, he's bouncing all over the place oh, at the moment. Uh, the sound of it. I say he is like busiest man ever, TM. Mm, yeah. so when, when is this? Um, I can't remember. I'll have to root out the dates. Mm. I'll root out the dates and put it in the podcast notes because, yeah, I think, and there's, there's a couple of people coming along and I think that they might be helping out with the read through. So it's kind of more like a live audio play thing. Oh, that'd be amazing. I have that to get to cool. that. Yeah. So, yeah. I have to get to uh, that. I will, I, I will look up the details and, and we'll, we'll post that in the show notes. But that could be great because that, that was brilliant, the introduction to that book. Yeah. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was genius. Yeah, despite the fact it's a kids' book, all the adults are in there. Like, no, no, we have to find out what's going on. <laughs> it was, yeah. Know. It was great. I, I love that it was written as a a, a thing to uh, make Dad sound better after the day I swapped my dad for two goldfish. Yeah, <laughs> that's genius. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was an excellent night. It I, was. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. We're, we're out there a lot quicker than I thought. I think it was really well organised. This one, in comparison to the bath event, which had just spiralled out of all proportion. Yeah. yeah. Well, the bath one been massively oversubscribed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I, this there was just a, it was a much smaller venue yeah. and it was sold out and yeah. that was great. That was the right number of people and they knew how to organise it. Yeah, even but, the dude from Waterstones who was comparing the evening, he had yeah. a sense of humour as well. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, there, there was um, the way they did it as well with like the people that were in the front sort of four, five rows, um, because they had better view and better. For the event, they got the their signing last. Yes. Yeah. 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 That and it really worked. Well. It did work very well. Um, and um, what time were you guys out? We were out by ten thirty. Wow. So yeah, not yeah. long because I think we we were out by nine thirty. Mm. I think. Yeah. So it was doing, but we were sat for a good half hour, forty five minutes of that yeah. in the auditorium anyway. But mm. you know, the people kept they were coming around with like boxes of chocolates. Waterstones went out and bought loads of chocolates from oh, the They were passing around like chocolates and coming around with jugs of water because it was really hot in the auditorium that's really cool yeah I did that was really appreciated yeah so kudos to uh, the venue and the uh, publishers that's sweet so yes I think all in all another successful successful uh, Neil Gaiman event it was really cool yeah I really enjoyed that it's nice to hear his take on the new Doctor as well yeah indeed which is cool unsurprising given their history indeed I think one of the questions I was just sat there because one of the guys came and said, I you have something to do with Princess Mononoke? Like, of course he did, he wrote the bloody English translation. And then, yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. No, he wrote the song. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he gets credited for the Good song. song. Like, yeah. Big letters. No, I wrote yeah. all of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very cool. So I went, from, I went straight from that mm. to watch Elysium. Mm. Any good? Yes. In, is the short answer okay. it is uh, okay. um, it's not as good as District 9 alright okay uh, if I was to give it a mark out of 10 I'd give it a 7 okay what Neil Blomkamp does very well is world build mm. and character build and it's I'd be hard pressed to really call it a science fiction film it's, it's a science fiction setting study. but it's much more of a of a study yeah. okay it's, it's a drama but the setting is science fiction and it's got a simple but effective story and it's well acted um, and the guy who played the lead in District 9 is back in it as Kruger who's okay. a, a villain and he 
will be the villain of the year. And that's in the year that St. Benedict Cumberbatch is Khan. This guy is just creepy evil as a villain. Awesome. Forget the guy's name. Uh, the actor's name. Yeah, I, I don't know what his name is. Something but yeah, copy, I know you're the lead guy yeah. from District 9, yeah. But yeah, he plays such a marvellous villain. And so does Jodie Foster. Yeah, really? Jodie Foster is the head of the DOD of Elysium. Very, very cold. But no, it's a good film. Um, awesome. I would go and see it again. But I would probably go and see Kick-Ass 2 again of the two films. Right, I'm Because Kick-Ass 2 was no, I've not seen that yet, no. awesome. I really, really enjoyed that. I, I love the first one. I, the it looked pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. I was a bit sceptical. I, I haven't seen it, so you know I'll I'll, uh, I'll hold back on to seeing it and, and giving a proper response to it. But the Jim Carrey, oh, involvement, the Jim Carrey little bit debacle. Yeah, with 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 Kikas too. I was a little bit. Well, his problem was in promoting it because he's Andy Guns. So we didn't want to promote the film after the after the event. So that's why he wasn't on the Kick-Ass 2 panel at Comic-Con. Yeah. No, he had no, nothing but to do with the stuff. Is, is your problem with Jim Carrey being in it or yeah, your problem I, about the kind of negativity around the press? A little bit of both. All right, OK. A little bit of both, to be fair, yeah. And like um, Brendan was saying, the, the, with the whole anti... Like, being in it, being a gun-toting kind of... Well, the thing, the thing is, yeah. it, it was a retrospective thing. He He said that he didn't want to put, to promote it in light of the thing that the, the shootings that had happened since he filmed it which is kind of fair I can understand so it wasn't it wasn't yeah. that he went into the movie being yeah. completely anti violence yeah. or whatever it was yeah. just he, uh, his his point of view was he can't really support the level of violence in it because of, because things of what that happened. happened but then yeah. again that's the, the that, the one thing is that that then implies that the link is between indeed. violence in movies and people going and shooting people oh, that's which there is a movie <laughs> yeah indeed that's what I was like but yeah. that doesn't make sense that you're making a movie well, that, with yeah. that kind that's, of thing it's always it's, annoyed it's me bringing in too much to himself being in the movie about violence yeah. about it not being so it, it kind of negates himself yeah. by doing it yeah. um, but he is brilliant in the role okay he's great in the film okay um, Be- because of yeah. just because of his film history and, and what he is as a, as a person how his personality comes into films and things like that um, I was Concerned that perhaps that might take over uh, in this because Kickass wasn't meant to be in that ilk as I think he, he would be, normally be cast under. I think he plays it pretty straight, which is cool. He yeah. plays it pretty straight yeah. as Colonel. Because I know he's, I know he's, he's capable, fully capable. Oh God, yeah. If you've seen, if you've seen the kind of Truman Show or Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, or yes. Man on the Moon, mm. you yeah. know he's capable of playing it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know he's capable of my it, favorite but I was hoping done have been him, but my hopes role. were more. I really hope that he did it that way because it would really ruin the whole thing for me if he played it yeah. kind of I'd a, a Ventura style as uh, Adam Sandler. That I can't stand a lot of his comedies, but sometimes when he he's, plays a straight role, he's amazing. Yes. Have you seen uh, Rain Over Me? No, I haven't. No. Uh, he plays a guy whose family were killed in 9/11, and he suffers PTSD and stuff. And it's an awesomely powerful movie. It's not something I expect him to take wow. out. It was, it's really good, and it has like one of the best cover versions of that song I've ever heard. Pearl Jam doing a cover of Rain Over Me. Wow. And it's stunningly good. That sounds like something worth going well, to watch. Do watch this. it. If you get the yeah. chance, watch it. It's uh, it's an excellent film. Rain Over Me. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, I do. That was a good... Definitely have to check that one out. Yeah. I reckon. 
But yeah, no, don't worry about him and Kick-Ass 2. I mean, mm. Kick-Ass 2 is one of those films that if you like the first one, you'll like the second one. Mm. It's more of yeah. the same. Um, yeah, just a little bit older. Yeah, and there's probably one or two more shocks in this. Um, because there was a load of stuff cut out of it from the the comic book, wasn't there? Yeah, I think the, the adaptation has been very loose. Mm. Um, yeah. The only thing that's disappointing about Kick-Ass 2 is there's no Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that's, well, that's there the, can be. Well, there could be because the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. the Hickle comic has uh, Big Daddy flashback. Yeah, she flashes back to her training, so he he could be in it. Yeah, um, that's the only thing the first one has over the second, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think the music is slightly better in the first. Although there's a song called Pussy Drop, which is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> During one of the scenes, the one of the guys I work with here. Mixed the original version of before right. it got sent off for uh, production. Cool. So yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool seeing it in the film. I couldn't picture it where it was until he reminded me that he'd done it. And I listen. I thought back over it, and there's only one scene it can be in, and that's in the the cheerleading dance off scene. Okay. But there's some really good moments in this film. Uh, so yeah, of the two films I saw this week, that's one I'd go and watch again. Elysium, I would definitely go and buy on Blu-ray. And I think it's definitely a Blu-ray experience yeah. sort of film. Yeah. Because he does science fiction and effects so very well. Mm. I mean, everything looks real. And the way that he's approached the world is that you can believe it. You know, you can believe the world is what it is. And that everything exists. And everything seems to have a purpose. And you're just drawn into the character. Yeah. It's like in that essay that, I've, that we've put up before about visions of the future. Mm-hmm. And how there was a point at the start of the golden age of science fiction where perception of the future was vastly different to the reality in which it was written. And that made it believable because you could be fantastical in your, in your evolution of science fiction. Yeah, you, you, you suspend disbelief in yeah. absolutely everything. It's like it's this amazing new world with loads of stuff we've never heard of. Yeah, But with, with this, it's like that, that gap it's between... It's the shorter progression of technology. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I love films like that. Like mm. Strange Days is an awesome film and that was, at, at the time, that was only set a couple of years in the future yeah. where they were going on about sim stim and recording and, and playback and stuff. And that's, yeah. But this is, this is, this is set 2154, but you can believe that it's not that far away. Yeah. Um, and it's just the disregard for human life on Earth. Mm. Even by those people who are still on Earth fighting to get out and fighting to try and find a way to get to Elysium, whether it's being smuggled up there or getting the money or just sneaking in somehow, just even then, just the rivalries between people and fucking people over, uh, and then Elysium just being this Valhalla, this this yeah. perfect place. Sounds a bit like, um, like kind of crossing some stuff with uh, Gattaca. Mm. Yeah, in a way. Echoes of Gattaca. Yeah, it certainly has that feel to it, doesn't it? He keeps his sci-fi. He keeps his sci-fi realer, if Mm. you know what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. and then the the CG on the robots and the mechs and the suits and stuff—it's just absolutely seamless. Hmm. And I think I said before that I'd like him to have done Star Wars. Yes. After seeing this, I kind of glad he isn't Hmm. because it would be make Star Wars a bit too realistic. Well, he might. I, I'm not got an issue with Star Wars being gritty. I, I, I like no. gritty. That's why I prefer Star Wars to Star Trek because I, I prefer dystopia to utopia. Yeah. Yes. But that world's already been built. 
The Star Wars universe has already been built. Yeah, it's it already need, very well lived. In. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't need a reboot. Kind it of doesn't. Thing, no. yeah. um, and from what you're saying, is, it, is if he'd done it in the first place and created the universe, then it would have been that immersive absolutely. experience. But you can't give someone like that that you wouldn't be able to reshape the entire universe. Yeah, and I'd also want to keep him free. I'd, I wouldn't want to time him for three films for Star Wars and lose. All the other wonderful yeah, stuff, stuff that he could, yeah. could be yeah, doing yeah, with yeah, for yeah. us, yeah. So yeah, it's a very good film. Um, it's a film that you kind of endure in a way as well. Mm. If you expect it to be a big sci-fi blasting epic thing, it's not. Mm. There's some really good fight sequences in it. They do use shaky cam a bit too much, oh, yeah. which is getting a bit that, annoying for me. Yeah. I don't mind it sometimes, but in the fight scene, it just doesn't work, and that's my one gripe with Elysium. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. If you like District Nine, you'll like this. It's again, it's got the, it's it's allegorical and it's, it's just more of a class war than an apartheid issue that District Nine was, yeah. but it's good. It's an intelligent science fiction, which, with a really simple story, it's well acted. Matt Damon is, the fucking bomb in this. Really, really good. So yeah, that's my pick. Awesome. So that was an epic day. Neil Gaiman, Philip Pullman, and then Elysium. I, I went to see something very different. I went to see Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. <laughs> and that was awesome. <laughs> uh, not straight afterwards, uh, no. We went to see it over the weekend. But yeah, that was that was brilliant. Really, uh, I'd completely forgotten that Nathan Fillion's yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he's Hermes, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So the thing with it is, it's Nathan Fillion playing Nathan Fillion playing Hermes. You know how Nathan Fillion is. He's, he's always Nathan Fillion yeah. being yeah. someone else. Yeah. And he is very much in it. It's Nathan Fillion being Hermes. It's like there's a. From, from these shorts I've seen, it. it there's some like, like wonderful that. little uh, asides of yeah the best shows on TV always get cancelled and stuff. <laughs> it's uh-huh. Brilliant, really brilliant. funny. So yeah, that that was great to see him in that. Yeah. But it was a good film because I uh, I loved the first one. I thought the first one was a great movie, uh, and we watched that again kind of the day before we went to see the second one. And, yeah, I haven't great. seen them. I should. They're great. Mm. They're, they're they're excellent they're, kind of fun okay. films. So I keep adding things to my list of things to see. I was going to watch Breaking Bad. I mm. really was. I swear I was going to get into it. Mm. But I got an email from Netflix saying, Dear Brendan, we've added a show we think you might like. And it's always a challenge. So I was just like, <laughs> let's see how well you know me, Netflix. I opened the email and it said, we've added Fringe to Netflix. <laughs> so I tweeted them saying, well played, Netflix. <laughs> so I've just finished season two on the rewatch. And just like things that I missed the first time round that give you wider hints mm. to where it ends up. It's just brilliant. Mm. It's like, obviously, Peter Bishop is from the other universe. Yeah. There's the scene in... Uh, the one with the child, the empathic child, mm-hmm. where he's showing him G.I. Joe's. Yeah. He shows him Roblox. Mm-hmm. And he says, funny. And I remember scarving on the other side. And I'd never, never twigged that before, because obviously everything was flipped from the other universe. Yeah. And also, uh, in the episode in season two, where the building is brought across the first yeah. time, where we first see the other universe, yeah. uh, the title, you know, because it was a location, mm-hmm. it's spelled Manhattan wrong. Uh-huh. I was like, that's nice on Manhattan, I'm sure it isn't. It's, and it, they spelled it wrong. Well, they did the locale bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where they have the yeah. chunky letters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it said Manhattan, but it had one T. I was just like, that's, that's not right. And obviously, because it's not actually our universe. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's very clever. But yeah, so Netflix, I would have watched Breaking Bad if it hadn't been for that email. <laughs> 
That's fine. So, well, they're they're, they're tying you in for longer, I, I don't get emails from Netflix. I do. Yeah, I do. I got one saying about the, um, huh? the, the watch list feature that they're adding. So they're having oh, a yes, kind of save yeah. for later thing. Yeah, yeah and user accounts as well. Well, the user, the user profiles I've yeah. already done, so now I've got Megan on her own profile, so I'm not getting like my little pony suggested to me quite so much. Are you missing it? I, I am, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, have to, I have to just kind of occasionally watch one just so it's something well, at least you don't get really tying them into your hair at six o'clock well, in the morning. Well, as we said, that, that's, what, that's the price you pay for sleeping in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> my little pony. I didn't tied have a choice time. at the time. <laughs> I was homeless. <laughs> Besides, Megan wouldn't let me leave the door. <laughs> no, indeed. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. Uh, that was that, that's what I watched recently. That nice. was good. I did, uh, I did end up watching um, the latest Batman again. Dark Knight Rises, okay, because uh, that was on that's on Sky now on the on demand. So I watched that the other day, and yeah, I still don't like Bane's voice. <laughs> I, that's actually I don't like Christian Bale's voice either. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's just something about the voices in that film that just annoy me. <laughs> Did you have a, a, a envisioned voice for Bane? No, then no, not at all. No, I, I just found his voice irritating. <laughs> okay. So what's Ben Affleck's voice going to be like, do you reckon? Yeah, well, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. The, yeah, the Batfleck debacle. Because yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's raised many people's ire this week, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, I think he's going to be awesome. I'll admit, I woke up that morning and I had various posts in my newsfeed saying, fucking hell, ben, Aff- ben Affleck is Batman. And I didn't know how to process that, so I put up a... The status, yeah, and then I went back and I sort of like thought about it some more. And I went on to Twitter because I wanted to see what the movie Bob thought of it. And I read through his post. And I was just like, makes some very good points. And I thought about it more. And like, I'm completely on board. What, what were the points that the movie Bob made? Well, his big thing was Boston represent. So <laughs> Fair he wants to. <laughs> he he hopes that Ben Affleck will bring shooting to to Boston, which is a city crying out to be Gotham City. Fair <laughs> And he also said, judging by his best, not by his worst. And he said that everyone says, remember Daredevil, as if that should be hung around Ben Affleck's neck. Let's not forget that Chris Evans was shit in the Fantastic Four. Absolutely. But was yeah. awesome as Captain America. Yeah. And, and, and I, I actually would take umbrage with that. I thought Daredevil was fucking awesome. I love that film. I think it's brilliant. I'm so, not a fan. To all the naysayers. Well, because uh, I've, I've got both versions. I've got the director's cut version as well, which has like a whole extra subplot that wasn't in the theatrical cut. Uh, like 20 minutes worth of footage. That's, it makes which, things a very different. Yeah, oh, okay. is, so it's, it's, like, it's all the Matt Murdock it, side yeah. of him doing the, a case, and it's uh, th- th- that's the subplot. Oh, so the, the David Fincher Daredevil then. Yes. Alien 3 with all the David Fincher stuff in is much better than the theatrical yeah. cut. So, yeah. okay. Well, I'd give that a shot then. I, I, I'd, I'd really like re- Rewatch it with the extended yeah, bits. And, and I think he turns in an excellent performance in that as, as Matt Murdock and Daredevil. I think he's brilliant. Uh, I'll give it a rewatch. So it so has been a very, very long time since I've got it on DVD, I've got the director's cut, so you can watch that. And it's but I do remember... Uh, uh, better. It's uh, Moz Dev, I think it is, who's the, the character who was just completely cut out of the theatrical cut. Uh, 
I'm trying to remember. I think it it's been a quite a while since I've yeah. watched it, but I have watched the extended. Yeah. I think it was around at yours. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I just remember not being very impressed at all with a lot of it. To be fair, I think that was going back to the date when um, it was about six months after we played the um, soundtrack for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we did the playback night for yeah. the Daredevil yeah, yes. before the movie came out. Indeed. Which is also why it has another special place in my because Evanescence, yeah. that's where Evanescence came from, because yeah. they had their two tracks in that. Yeah. And that was uh, number one when Megan was born. The bring it to life. Yeah. 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 Good tune. Indeed. <laughs> Very good tune, actually. Yeah. But done, I'd say that, that was the, the way they did that was for the film, so that they had the thing to intercut between him and Electra, because the guy singing isn't in Evanescence. No. He's no. 12 Stone, singer from 12 Stone, who were also on the soundtrack. It's like random music trivia. <laughs> no, that's cool. But yeah, so Ben Affleck. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. No, no. The more I think about it, the more I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm holding reservation on it. I don't think it'll be I'm, him that fucks the film up. No, <laughs> you know, no, that's, that's the no, thing. No, I'm not saying that at all. It's just um, as to what point they are putting him in as Batman as to how well it could be portrayed. Yeah, it depends if, they, if they're doing the Dark Knight... Is it Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight right? Returns. Dark Knight Returns, yeah. yeah. If he's the older, kind of broken Batman, or whether they're just going to do something new. See, if, if they're doing exactly. that, there's two other people I would have picked before him. Yeah. You know, I would have gone with your suggestion of Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, yeah. Or Peter Weller. Yeah, Peter Weller would be very good Peter as well. Peter Weller would be yeah. a great Batman. Yeah. For, for that era, Batman. Yes. Um, but the only thing we have to suggest that they're doing the deep Dark Knight Returns is that line that we read at Comic Con. Yeah, that's it. They've already done the, um, the, the animated version. Yeah, they did the animated in which not that long Peter, ago. Peter Weller was Batman in the animated version. I was going to say, didn't yeah, Peter Weller he voiced it. Do the voice yeah. for the animated. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, so I was having that in my head, going yeah. from from the sounds of it, Affleck so he signed up for a multi-film deal yeah. to play Batman, so he is going to be the next Batman. And as it sounds like, there's a possibility that he's going to end up directing one of the Batman films as well, yeah. which would be awesome because the stuff that Ben Affleck's directed is brilliant. I uh, loved The Town. I thought it was an excellent film. That was the other thing Movie Bob said. Movie Bob said, watch The Town. Yeah. Don't be worried about Ben Affleck playing Do. Batman. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. yeah. But he never has to work again after this, and he's financed the rest of the films that he wants to direct off the back of this deal. Fair enough. Um, it would kind of, to me, suggest that the sensible way of approaching it is have him play Batman in the Superman sequel, because it's not a Batman film, it's a Superman yes, sequel. Yes, it, it is. Yeah. And then have him in Justice League, and then, from that point, reboot the Batman franchise, by then going back and revisiting him doing an origin story before Justice League, before Superman. Mm. That'd be... Th- that can be the sensible approach. Or, or, yeah. or not necessarily... Bef- no, maybe just before, or just to the side. Things I I I think it's too soon to have a standalone Batman film. I I think yes, it is, yeah. Yes. So I think uh, Justice League out of the way. After, after and Justice League, yeah. Instead of going back to a an origin style, because what this would be thing. like twenty fifteen, yeah, yeah, for the Superman Batman, yeah. and then so you're looking at potentially twenty seventeen for, for Justice, Justice League, League, yeah, and then yeah, it'll be twenty nineteen onwards for a Batman movie, yeah, yeah. which is fine because then that'll put a good eight years or so. And that's why I say I don't think that it should go back to like doing an origins style it should be just before or or in sync with 
It was, you know, yeah. So you got Justice League, and then you have a, a Batman movie that is in that same time period. I'll just do I more of the crossovers. Do, do the Batman versus Dread and get Carl Urban back in and do yeah, that'd be <laughs> Batman versus Dread. He'd be a good Batman. To be <laughs> yeah. yeah, or Batman and Judge Dread versus Judge Death. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. But I, th- I think I have Nicholas Cage in terms Judge of Death. reactions. <laughs> I, I, I posted the reaction, uh, the thing that Patton Oswald mm. posted, and I think that was the most kind of measured take I'd seen yeah. on it. I thought Kevin Smith's take was brilliant. Well, Kevin Smith's take was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the new Batman naked. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, indeed. I wonder if he'll get Kevin Smith to do some writing. I hope so. Yeah, I really would hope so. Even cameos, or yeah, I was going to say, or or, you know, at least one or two cameos. Because he cameoed in Daredevil. He did. I'm sure he'll be asking. I would, I would hope so. Yeah, Yeah. I, I would like to see that. That gave me some hope as well, because if anyone. Loves Batman. Well, indeed, if anyone Smith loves, loves Batman, Batman as much as apparently Kevin Smith said that uh, Ben Affleck made Batman outfit. Uh, he made a uh, replica entrance to the Batcave in his house. This is Ben Affleck made an entrance to the Batcave. Sweet. So it was, it, like the, the bookcase slid apart, but instead of actually going to the Batcave, it was a panic room. But it was modelled after the, the entrance to the, the Batcave. Brilliant. Which is genius. So the guy loves Batman. Yeah. I'd say, you know, I think the reason it says a bit, sorry, it was me bashing the table, um, that the reason he did Daredevil was because he thought it was going to be unlikely that Batman would be rebooted any time soon. Ah, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It's now been rebooted again. Yeah, indeed. It's been rebooted twice since he said that. (laughs) Well, maybe he needs to buy some trainers this time. Trainers? I don't know. It's okay. It was, it, that was too oblique. Sorry. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's cool. It's been a long day, hasn't it? Really? It has. Yeah. Yeah. It has. Oh. So yeah. I'm, uh, in in summary, bring it on. Yeah. I think it'll be excellent. To be fair, the addition of Ben Affleck into that movie cannot make it any worse than Man of Steel. No. True. <laughs> um, fair enough. And it won't be him. That. No. Causes it to go tits up if it does. It'll be It would be cool Warner's. to see yep. the rock violence coming into it at some point. Uh, the animated version, um, Bruce, the broken Bruce Wayne. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Has uh, two really cool rock violence yeah. that do a lot of stuff for him. We'll have to see. So it depends what era they go for. Because I, I, I really don't think they'll go that far down the kind of broken Batman route. No. I, I think it'll be a bit more... A kind of standoff between the two of them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you think they're going to bring in? I think they'll probably do a new storyline, and I think that, I think that they should do a new storyline because I think they need something a bit more human to bring that Man of Steel thing down to earth again. Because as we said, well, as I said when we were talking about it, I think the major problem with it was that there was no human storyline in Man of Steel. It was aliens fighting aliens and humans being stuck in the middle. Yeah. Uh, they need a human story, and you know Batman is a very good character to bring it down to earth and make them deal with human issues again. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Grant Morrison was talking about it on on the Smodcast yeah. with Kevin Smith as well. Yeah, on Fat Man on Batman. Yeah, and that was really interesting. Um, 
because he could go the Arkham Asylum yeah. route. Absolutely. The hero, you know. Then, uh, then I worry about recasting the Joker again. Yeah, there were, yeah. There, there's been hints of that. Of, 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 is he going to be like post Arkham Asylum mm. set? For, yeah. I guess we'll just have to see. Say we've got two years to wait, guys. Yeah. It's it, again. It's it's the same thing with with all the Star Wars stuff. Is we could sit and chew the fat over it for hours, but I guess until we'll just have to wait and see what comes out. Well, the only well as far as Star Wars goes, the only confirmed thing we've had this week is that it will start shooting next January, and it's penciled in for a December twenty fifteen release. Yep. So it looks like they're going to go for the Christmas market, which is breaking the Star the Star Wars tradition of the May release. Yep. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely an event movie, so yeah. it's either it either has to be a summer event or a and or, or a Christmas movie. May twenty fifteen is Avengers two. Yeah. So that it's not that I don't think it'll beat Avengers two. It's just that Disney well, aren't going to have two films. No. Competing yeah. each other. Yeah, because that that's yeah that would space be, it out. Make more Disney's money. promotional yeah. budget out yeah. the window yeah. for yeah. the whole year then. Uh, but no, I mean, I think it works because Star Wars has the resonance as a Christmas movie. We all grew up watching at least one Star at Wars Easter film a year at yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Easter and Christmas. It was yeah. on TV on Christmas. Yeah. One of them, if not all of them. So yeah. it has that, that resonance with Christmas, certainly for me. But that's yeah. a good time to sure. go and see Star Wars. And I think that was around the time I went to watch all three of them when I went they, to the cinema they, to see them. It was most often they would do Empire Strikes Back around... Uh, Easter and then uh, Jedi at Christmas which mm. always kind of why, why didn't they just do Empire Strikes Back at Christmas because it's a bit darker yeah, <laughs> no, Empire Strikes Back at, at doesn't have, it doesn't, it was, it doesn't have a happy on, end indeed it starts off on a horse uh, and then, and then <laughs> you, you see Joss Whedon talking about uh, Empire Strikes Back the other day no I missed that he was basically saying he doesn't like it it's his least favourite because it doesn't finish off it's not a complete entity as a film and he, if he was making a film he would never leave it unfinished in the way that uh, Empire did something something yeah. dark side yeah. something something curious yeah, <laughs> so that was kind of cool that's kind of cool. I, I missed that. Did he tweet that then? That um, it was in an article I was reading. Mm. So, yeah. Well, hopefully that means Avengers 2 will be a complete film in its own right then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Avengers wasn't <laughs> incomplete. No, but most of his series. So, oh, right. okay. you know, yeah. Don't want his second film to be incomplete like Empire was. No, indeed. No. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't want that. No. <laughs> Uh, back on Batman, did you hear what Kevin Smith said about the killing joke? Uh, not Kevin Smith, Grant Morrison said about the killing joke. No. He was explaining the ending of the killing joke. And it made me think about it in a whole new way. And it got it blew Kevin Smith's mind as well. Alright. Because it opened, reopened the question of, does Batman ever kill? Because mm. uh, he was saying, when Miller wrote it, he left it intentionally sort of vague. Because at the end, you've got Batman and the Joker mm-hmm. at the fur and Batman's got him by the neck and you just see the laughing and then you just suddenly face the silence mm. and the floor has like blood in the artwork Yeah. and what Grant Morrison was saying was that Miller said that that was, that was the final joke mm. what he was saying to Batman at that moment pushed Batman over the edge to mm. actually kill the Joker which is why the book was called The Killing Joke. It yeah. broke Batman's spirit. But he left it vague so that people could still believe that Batman never killed. 
and I'd never read. The, I actually got the book. I went back through the book and read, read to the end. It's like fuck no, yeah, yeah. It's so vague, but yeah. So it's just like you don't know whether Batman actually kills him in that moment or not. Mm-hmm. But that there's meant to be some insinuation there that he does. Yeah, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, definitely. But of course, Grant Morrison on the Kevin Smith podcast says it's so much better than I did just then. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Ah, I'm sure we can cross-link to that <laughs> so people can listen to it for themselves. Absolutely. It's, it's always worth listening to Fat Man on Batman. Oh, it's God, a great yeah. show. I was listening to uh, Nerdist today. Catch it. I went back and looked. I was like, fuck it, I missed loads. And there's some really good... I was listening to the Misha Collins one today, which was brilliant. Yeah. That was a really good one. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Talking about yeah, when he did the uh, the Castiel voice, and he, got, he was only expected to be in it for a couple of episodes, and then like, six years later, and he's still having to do the Castiel voice. Uh, did you see that he gave his number out on Twitter? No. As part of the uh, greatest internet scavenger hunt in the that world. That was ever. what he was talking about on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. He gave out his number. <laughs> People were tweeting, uh, texting him, and phoning him as part of the part of the clue hunt. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, because from the sounds of it, it was uh, Chris Hardwick's. Girlfriend who won, Chloe Dystra. Yeah, really, she yeah. won it. Yeah, fucking effort. Scavenger hunt. Yeah, <laughs> she had some pretty good help though. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> well, apparently Chris Hardwick wasn't on the team. So, really? Yeah, he wasn't playing. He was just there because he wanted to go to Edinburgh, <laughs> go to Scotland, and stay in a castle. But she's pretty connected in the cosplay community as well. Yeah. So, fair play. I know some guys over here were doing it because the Galactic Knights were getting messages asking if they could do photo shoots mm. for one of the scavenger hunt options. Next year. Yeah. Next year. Yeah, look into it. <laughs> but yeah, so there's loads that I haven't listened to. There's like Charlie Hunnam on there and people like that. So yeah. Catch up with me nerdist. Yeah. I've been listening to it for a while. Good podcast. It is, definitely. Yeah, really enjoy it. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, yeah, so on from... Batman and stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, well, in 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 terms of comics, there's a big thing because it's uh, two years now since the New Fifty Two started with DC, so there's a yeah. massive bumper event going on in September. Villains Month. Villains Month, which is having some issues in terms of fulfilment. Yeah. Because I've I've ordered all the three D variant covers to come, yeah. and I've also added a few extras because um, there's there's some that I don't collect that I want to get the 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 four extra issues that they're doing because I'll, I'll, I'll get all four of the Justice League ones yeah. there isn't one for Supergirl uh, I'll be getting the Superman ones um, I think there's Justice League Dark ones as well but then I've added on uh, Detective Comics because Detective Comics has a Scarecrow one a Harley Quinn one uh, a couple of others so I've added yeah. that one as well so I, I, I'll be getting like, <laughs> like 30 books coming in the post in September massive yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, they're they're having problems meeting their fulfillment orders though. So I know some comic shops have had to sort of take the names of people who've ordered them, and then mm. they've got to go into a lottery yeah. to find out who actually gets the variant cover. One thing I found out recently, which I meant to talk about on uh, the show with Damien Gerard, actually, but we talked about it in the break, but not actually on the show. Uh, Comicsology have this thing now, where they can load a widget onto a brick and mortar store's website, mm-hmm. and if you go to the website and you buy a comic through the widget, they will give a percentage of the 
cover cover price to the brick and mortar store. Oh, yeah, so cool. it's it's digital comics supporting brick and mortar, brick and mortar, oh. which is really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I think that's a really interesting thing, and I'd love to see how it could be adapted for film and music. Mm. I'd love to see iTunes supporting indie brick and mortar record stores by giving them a a cut of any. Well, it's like an affiliate program. Yeah. In respect, yeah. isn't it? But that won't happen because Apple are money grabbing oh. bastards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> Stricken with Apple Mac. Your fruit based gadget. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it got too weird for you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Stricken with fruits. So yeah, Wood big fruit-based gadgetry. Big comic month coming up, so yeah. massively looking forward to that. <coughs> and the other comic news is Firefly's coming back. Indeed, yes, new Firefly comics. Made me so happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, came back as a comic series in its own right. Yeah. Which would be cool. Have they released all the full details? I know they were hashtagging where Serenity, weren't they? The only details I have so far is it's Dark Horse, yeah. uh, and it will follow an ongoing storyline. Mm-hmm. Much like the Buffy comics did. Yeah. I know what. They're into the third season of Buffy comics? Season 10 now? Uh, yeah, the season 10 now of the Buffy comics, yeah. So, yeah. And this is a question that gets asked a lot at Comic Con. If you look at the panels, the Firefly panels, the last couple of years, they've they've been asking this question would you consider doing it as a as an animated series or as a comic book series? And the answer's always been yes. Mm-hmm. So I imagine Jed would probably get involved with this too. Yeah. But. I don't care who gets involved. You know, it's Firefly, it's, it's coming Firefly. back. It's expanding so still, the verse for you, sir. We're still flying. I love it. <laughs> so I'm so happy. So that is going to be straight up to my order list as soon as it's released. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure of any dates yet, but if you stay tuned to Twitter and the Facebook feed, when you see it overflowing with positivity and happiness and <laughs> exuberance... <laughs> you may know what's happened. Yeah. Might have my books by then. <laughs> Are you going to the... Um, the screening of Serenity and Doctor Horrible and stuff that's in London. We got flyers for it a while ago. The London same day as my dad's birthday, I think. Uh, so I'll be okay, away so, doing something yeah. else. So, again, so, we're considering doing that, taking Megan down for it. So, yeah. Yeah. but there's been a lot of them coming up now. Uh, there's a lot of Serenity screenings. They're doing it for different charities. Yeah. But I know that I think it's one up in Leeds at some point. Leeds Prank hopes doing a Serenity screening. Um, but that's just amazing. Yeah. You know, I'd love to have been in San Diego though. Because the Nerd HQ guys, they had the uh, the baseball stadium. That's where they hosted it this, this time yeah, around. Yeah, because I've watched most of them now. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? Yeah, the Nathan Fillion ones. Yeah, Amazing. The Nathan Fillion and... Alan uh, Tudyk. Uh, Alan Tudyk ones, yeah. I watched both of those. And then also the Joss Whedon one. That was, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. But they had a screening of Serenity on the field in that baseball stadium, which the cast all went to. So I'd just love to have been at that. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stomach. Eat that fucking thing. <laughs> I've just eaten like half a fucking litre of fruit. It's like, it's like a massive tub of fruit. It's got, you don't want fruit on pizza. <laughs> Damn you. No pizza. I had too much pizza last week. All the weight, all the weight went back on last week. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, have you watched the Tom Hiddleston one yet? Uh, yes, I watched the Tom Hiddleston one, the Nerd HQ one. Yeah. Yes, I did watch that, and then I went back and watched the the, the him coming into the, the the actual Avengers panel, which was fantastic. which was awesome. Yeah, wasn't his Rapture impression amazing? 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yes, I, I've, I've pretty much caught up on all those videos. They were so I spent good. An afternoon just watching those. Yeah. What else are we watching? We've been watching. I mean, rewatching Stargate Atlantis. I've only got like a season left now. Mm. I think I've watched all of that. Yes, yeah, I start watching that. Because that's on UK Netflix now, so I'm watching that. It has been for quite a while. Has it? I yeah, hadn't noticed it, has, it, I don't yeah. think. I went back and I checked the um, the anime section after what you said in the last show, and I was just like, fucking hell, he's right. There's fuck, <laughs> There's all, fuck all there. It's like, like ten options. I think it's literally, mm. you have a pick of ten and, different and, things, and, and, and most of them are in the show. But they cross yeah. over. They actually cross over. Yeah. The, 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 the films and the series are the same. Ones so it gets down and there's only like four things on there. Yeah, it's it's you've got to talk about the Ghost in the Shell or Afro Samurai. That's it, yeah. pretty much. Which both are pretty cool, but yeah. you know that's ones that everybody's gonna fucking own new. Yeah, but I could, anime I, anyway. I because I didn't, I couldn't believe it when you said that last time. So I just, when I got yeah. back, I checked Netflix. I was like, fucking hell, yeah, it's right. shocking. It's absolutely shite. But yeah, oh well. Yeah, I didn't. <coughs> <Yeah>. <coughs> I can't get it installed on my... Uh... No, yeah, you won't be able to on that. You'd have to use a proxy on yes. your uh, tablet. Yeah. Oh, but they are adding more stuff. Because the, the talk about Fringe, they said 100 <coughs> episodes, and I loaded it up, and then it got four seasons. So I tweeted them saying, hang on, well done on adding it. I mean, kudos for adding the series. It's brilliant, but where's the fifth season? When's it coming? They said, just keep tuned. Stay tuned, and mm. it'll be there. Like, fair enough. Cool. That's brilliant because um, I held back on it on purpose. Even though I have, um, I did um, have massive urge to go watch it because I I uh, borrowed them off of uh, off Spindles, the first season. No, actually, four. You give me four seasons, didn't you? Of what? Sorry, Fringe. A Fringe, yeah. I yeah, think I so, think yeah. It's four seasons. Yeah. Um, but um, for people who don't know. Um, my girlfriend Faye's been in uh, Japan for o- over a, well for a, for a year now, and she came back uh, week last Friday, um, and I wanted to wait for her to come back so we can watch Fringe together. Yeah, because that'd be something she'd yeah enjoy, and it's something we can watch as and when we want to dip in, dip out. Sweet. So hence my happies. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, uh, my uh, latest purchase, which is. Freaking awesome! Ah, yeah, your bike. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 one hell of a fucking thing. Yeah, it's it's got a bigger engine than Brendan's car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I drive a little green Nissan Micra, man, (laughs) which is the fucking bomb, by the way. (laughs) I I am now fitting the stereotype of not only looking like a biker, I'm I'm middle aged and I've. Got a Harley. Got a Harley. <laughs> I bought myself a fucking Harley, yes. But it's awesome. Midlife it... crisis? Tick. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you all. At least I don't have a stupid fucking chips helmet. <laughs> An American flag strapped to the back of yeah, it. Yeah, true. Yeah. true yeah. Yeah. You know what Roman chips? The... Yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Chips helmet. Yeah. Fucking American flag on it. And no, I'm not going to be a snobby twat and... Uh, only bring it out when it's sunny. I've already ridden it in the fucking rain. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it to ride. Fair play. Fair. Shall we take a break with some music? Absolutely, before we uh, get down to the serious business of part two. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't said what we're doing yet, have we? Let's leave it as a Let's surprise. Leave it as a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be a surprise because it'll be in the podcast notes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have known about it all the way through. It's just we haven't told you up until this point. True. <laughs> cool. 
Um, so, okay, so for today's show, we have got an Oxford band called Invisible Vegas. This is an acoustic version of a song of theirs called These Days. It was recorded live at Studio Focus Recordings in Oxford. Um, a great little studio. Went to a barbecue there. I work with the guys who run the studio. It's a lovely place. Uh, I'll put links to the studio if you're in a band. You should definitely get recorded there in the podcast notes. And I'll also put a link to the video that goes with this song in the podcast notes as well, because that was recorded there too. It's a wonderful tune. I think we both it's decided awesome. it's, it's just in, it's very counting yeah. crows and it's awesome. So if you're a fan of your early nineties Loving the Fields. So like your counting crows. Yeah, American Infused guitar rock, yeah. you're gonna really, really love the hell out of this track. It's brilliant. Enjoy. Um, enjoy, and we will see you on the other side. Catch me looking at you Tell your friends I'm a disaster Think I am nothing to me It's because I ain't got no money That works these days Some tickets to the middle of nowhere She told me that you wanted to go there Now you're saying that you won't come with me Just because I ain't got no money That works these days Body pumping. Think I am nothing to me. Just because I ain't got no money. I want to change my ways. Tell your friends that I'm a disaster You think I got nothing to me Just because I ain't got no money I wanna change my Change my way 
Hello and welcome back to the second half of the show. That was the wonderful Invisible Vegas. All the links to upcoming uh, gigs and their music will be in the show notes. Go and check them out. Support Unsigned Acts. Indeed. And as usual, if you have a band yourself, send us stuff in and we'll put it on the show. Don't just follow us, just say hello. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) Yeah, sorry, in, in, in the break we're talking about AD being followed by random Japanese bands and by Japanese people like literally in the street when he was in Japan mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a strange beardy white oh, man my Twitter feed I've got some very strange bizarre bands just suddenly going hello and lots and lots of hentai <laughs> <laughs> no not at all no. Okay, but they do tentacle porn in 140 characters <laughs> <laughs> yeah You've probably yes, good. if it's written in kanji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good answer. Right, and that, well, here we are for... And that in no way leads into <laughs> what we're going to talk about really next. Yeah. <laughs> Whatsoever. Yeah, I had to stop myself halfway through because there was, there was no, no easy segue from that point at all. How from do you go tentacle from, porn yeah. to... <laughs> what can you go to after tentacle porn? There's, there's nothing other than hospital, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's no, there's no or easy link. Yeah, there's no, no easy link. So, um, moving swiftly on from the tentacle porn, then it's sep- early September. So early that September. means premiere season new in shows. the states. Woo-hoo. New shows. We have a whole full lineup of stuff. Probably won't go through everything, but certainly our, our we're going to cherry, cherry pick some shows to watch for yeah. sure. I think um, we'll put the and by heck, there's a lot of oh, them. God, there is, and <laughs> we were, we were worried about genre shows disappearing. <laughs> I know. Man. What were we yeah. thinking? There's so many coming out of the woodwork. It was the desolation of winter. Guys they heard. Yeah. That's what it was. They heard the nerd. That's what it was. <laughs> heard the nerd. Heard the nerd. <laughs> Is it, is that as in they heard us or they heard us? Sorry, for the, that doesn't work on a podcast. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> visual cues don't work on a radio show. <laughs> Sorry. Is that doing visual cues? No. No, oh, but that's yeah. Fiddles was. I was like, yes. Uh, heard as in to hear or heard as in to heard sheep? Yes. Heard the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, heard the nerd as in to hear. That would make a good t-shirt. It would. Heard <laughs> the nerd. I'm sure it is one already. Really? Yeah, well, the nerd heard was the guys well, from Chuck Wally. Of course, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, yes, new shows, awesome. Lots and lots of goodies coming up. We'll be talking about a lot of shows in this section, um, but worry not. In the show notes, there will be the calendar with all the premiere dates and the full full Lines. lineup. Mm. There's some interesting clashes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and there's some um, new days for certain shows. Uh, Supernatural's moved to a Tuesday. Mm. That's gradually got earlier and earlier in the week. <laughs> yeah, uh, until it's um, pitted out. Yeah. Mentalist has stayed where it is, but that is definitely going to be on its last season because it's up against The Walking Dead again for mm. this one. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's, let's dive straight in. Let's dive straight in. First show. <coughs> well, I'm looking at ABC. I've got, well, I've got ABC schedule up here now. Okay, so, cool. New series from ABC, which are going to. Well, there it is. Marvel's Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Yeah. Well, well, I wasn't going to put this on my picks because I think if you're not prepared to watch the show already. Having someone put it on a, on a list of top five yeah. isn't going to make it for you. No, no. This is a gimme. This is like... This is the one that everyone, everyone will should be watching. And we'll be talking yeah. about this year. It's going to be epic. So it's a freebie on anybody's list, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, because you have to watch this. Um, 
Yes, we all know what this is going to be about. Yeah, so we won't spend too much time talking about no. Shield because we're talking about that. <laughs> Shield, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Uh, here's one: Mind Games. Okay. Starring Christian Slater and Steve Zahn. Wow! Wow! Christian right. Slater actually acting. Yeah. Again. And what? What is it? It's not one I've heard of at all. Clark and Ross are brothers and partners in a unique agency committed to solving clients' problems using the hard science of psychological manipulation. Oh, this is getting a bit uh, mentalist, mentalist psych, psych, isn't it? Psych, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we can brush. Okay, right so it's just there. another crime yeah, procedural. Yeah, another one. Oh, Smental. Well. Sorry? Smental. Mentalist. Ah, Mental. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah you're, you're not allowed to name things anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smental is great. The show called Resurrection. People of Arcadia, Missouri are forever changed when their deceased loved ones suddenly start to return. What was that called? What was the title again? It's called Resurrection. Uh, It's got Omar Epps in it. Because I I saw something of... Maybe it was was Resurrection. Omar Epps, he was uh, House, wasn't he? He was in the house, yeah. He was... uh, Um, Oh, the guy who took over Dr. Cody's job. Isn't there a French thing that's similar to that? I'm sure there was a UK thing that was similar yeah, to that. Yeah, UK or French thing that um, was similar to that fairly recently. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it for ABC. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, they've got lots of comedies, but nothing that really stands out. It's more... Mad taste and interest, that's that's it. Yeah, but their comedies are just going to be there to f- try and find something to fill the gap that How I Met Your Mother is going to make when it departs. Because this is the final season of Himium. Yeah. So, no. CBS. Uh, we were talking about Big Bang Theory the other day and saying that they don't think that's going to uh, ever stop. By the sounds of it, is what they said. <laughs> like we've still got loads to do yet. Like really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as it's not more of what you did in like season four, because that was a bit dull. No, that was, yeah, that was, it just <laughs> went on and on and on. Um, Actually, we missed one on ABC. Um, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Ah, yeah, the yeah. spin-off. The spin-off of Once Upon a Time. Upon a time. Yeah, which is apparently going to be just like one self-contained story. So okay. it may not even have another season or whatever, but I, I don't know. Has it actually got the same guy back playing the Hatter in it? Because uh, he was excellent in the show, and if he's not in it, I'll be deeply upset. Are they not doing another? No, they're doing more. There's more spot time. time. Yes, this is this is yeah, uh, in spin-off. Wonderland, so it's a spin-off. Yeah. Show. I can't see him on the cast. Um, but that's just going to be. Um, well, from what they've said, perspective. Uh, well, no, it's not even from. I don't even think it's from the Hatter's perspective. I think it's from Alice's perspective. Yeah. Um, but I, from what what I gather about it is that it's going to be a self-contained plot line for one that's going to last one season, as opposed yeah. to being a setup for a longer thing. And the, the blurb for it is: In Victorian England, the young and beautiful Alice tells a strange new tells a tale of a strange new land that exists inside of a rabbit hole. Yeah. So it is. Okay, so it's it's pre. It's a prequel. Once upon a, yeah. 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 Um, but looking forward to that nonetheless because yeah, I, 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 I really do I do really do like Once Upon a Time it's a great yes. show um, did you see that um, sorry in, in that vein uh, Alexis Denisoff's going into Grimm no I didn't see yeah, that okay. yeah he's going to be a recurring character on the next season of Grimm ah cool that could be interesting I like him as an actor. Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah. 
He's, he, I think he's playing somebody British again. I think he's got something like five names. It, it's like somebody, 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 something, the third, or so it's a really long winded name. I can't remember what it was. I can't Bob for sure. Yeah. And, he's, and he's married to um, Alison Hannigan as yeah. well. Because you see, when he turned up in How I Met Your Mother, he was great in that. That was fantastic. He's the slimy newscaster. Yeah. Moving on to CW. We have the uh, Vampire Diaries spin-off, the originals. Some of sparkly rubbish. I, I don't yeah. like Vampire Diaries, so um, I'm unlikely to like this it, one. It's not... Well, Vampire Diaries isn't too sparkly. It, it, it's sparkly It's sparkly enough. enough. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said it, it's not too sparkly. They cast a piece of two-by-four as the main character. <laughs> yeah, well, nothing wrong with a good bit of wood. No. He, he's a plank. Held up, held up the Matrix for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Although I do have a lot of time for Keanu Reeves. Yes. A lot of time for him. But also, that uh, CW are bringing us the remake of The Tomorrow People. Yeah. In, in, I have to see how that one goes. Those. Yeah. Because it was a kid's show originally, wasn't it? Exactly. And, so they're making it. They're making a more grown-up version of a kid's... It was Australian, wasn't it? Cause it was yes, it was Australian. Todd Australian from Neighbours was yeah. in it. Yeah. God, I remember Todd from Neighbours. Oh, Todd? Yeah, he was the one who got killed in a car crash and then came back as a ghost in an episode. And a few of them done that, though, didn't they? Because like, didn't yeah. Daphne get killed in a car crash in Neighbours as well? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think that's the standard way of writing someone out. Yeah. 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 I think that's from my first experience with death. It was Neighbours. <laughs> that's quite sad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, tomorrow, people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's one I'm going to have to wait and see. Yeah. I, I'll reserve judgment until I've seen it. It It's either going to be good or it's going to fall into the recent sparkly rubbish pile, along with oh, Teen Wolf and Vampire Diaries. Oh, no. no. Oh, yeah, but Teen Wolf's got, like, another season. Yeah. I couldn't I got believe it got up again. I couldn't, more I couldn't than one episode. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't stomach one episode. To yeah. be fair, I, I was like, oh. I watched sake. episode one. And I am never having this on in my house again ever. Yeah. <laughs> was, was I there at that time? I, 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 I don't remember I don't because know. I know me and Emma sat and watched. I don't know whether you were there or not, but I, I, I was like, yeah, that, that that is never getting any showing on TV in my house yeah. again ever. It was fucking <clears> awful. It was truly, truly dire. Not a wolf. Oh, did you see that uh, the lass who plays Sansa Stark actually adopted her dire wolf? So only a wolf, obviously, no, but that's cool. actually adopted a wolf, which is pretty sweet. Um, okay, hit. <laughs> sorry, because when you said dire wolf, I was like, yes, Ooh, dire wolf, Game of Thrones. Yes, exactly. Sorry. Yes, that, that was kind of the. Okay, uh, the show called The 100 will be a mid season drama on the CW network. Uh, this is like is... a low budget version of 300. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's a lower budget version of 54,000. The 4400. Bargain yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> basement version. It's the Kmart of But no, no, this is, this is another um, this is another genre show, really. Okay. Yeah. It says, 97 years ago, nuclear Armageddon decimated planet Earth, destroying civilization. The only survivors were the 400 inhabitants of 12 international space stations that were in orbit at the time. Three generations have been born in space. The survivors... And their resources are running out on their dying arc, and they've now got to sort of like try and survive. I'm wondering if this is what um, pronunciation book is leading towards. Maybe I've I've been looking at it, and the the image is nearly finished. Is it? Ah. Yeah. 
the spectrograph yeah. images are nearly done. I, I keep checking it every couple of days. Uh, and yeah, we've only got like 20 odd days left. Yeah. It'll, it'll finish on the 24th. 24th of September. Nah, that's not going to be that because that's mid season. So okay. that'll be January time, I reckon. Everybody's still convinced that that's to do with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but I don't think I don't think it is no I don't either I don't think it is no. uh, it's another show called Starcrossed that'll be another one on CW Starcrossed Starcrossed Romeo and Juliet uh, perhaps no. no when Emery was six years old an alien spacecraft crash landed in her small town whether they came in peace or with more sinister intentions didn't matter a fierce battle erupted and back Boom. to tentacle porn and <laughs> so yeah it's like space is a uh, flavour of the month for Hollywood. Well, for TV shows at least. That's a lead up to Star Wars, isn't it? I think they're trying to cash in on Defiance, which has done remarkably well for its first season. Has it? It's got picked up for a second run. That's probably, I've, I've, I've got to catch up with that. No, you don't. No, don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think that, I can at least hope that if people, if more people try these sorts of shows, that at least one of them will get it close to being good yeah. um, oh that's interesting uh, sorry but did I just read that your man from Lost was in no it's not in the 100 Henry Ian Cusick from Lost oh, is right, in the yeah, 100 yeah. so Desmond. I'm yeah so I'm instantly going to watch that cool because yeah. he was great in that Okay, well, we'll, we'll give the 100 a try that's interesting exec produced by the guys as a Chuck as well so yeah Cool, yeah, we'll do that shot. What do Fox have to offer us in terms of new drama? Mm. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really shit. Well, they have the, no, they, they've got the new J.J. Abrams stuff, they've got Almost Human. Almost Human, which I really do want to watch. That yeah. looks brilliant. That's Carl Urban as a kind of grizzled cop who yeah. loses a leg and gets partnered up with an android and stuff. Yeah. So it's another cop procedural, but with a nice sci-fi twist. I am very much looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be excellent. That's one we mentioned before, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah. They've also got the TV spin-off of Sleepy Hollow on Fox. This Which year. looks interesting, because that's, that's a contemporary take on it, so they've, they've brought it up to modern day, yeah. okay. uh, and have the Headless Horseman, and then Ichabod Crane goes out, and it's, he's partnered up with a cop, who's the, the girl in the town, Yeah. this time round. So, so again, that's so kind it, of a cop procedural, it's, but Sleepy Hollow, current day. So I imagine he's going to be kind of forensic scientist type. Yeah. That'd oh, be interesting. Fox do cop procedural shows quite well. Yeah. So I'd be quite happy with that. Of the two of them, I'm going to watch uh, Almost Human. Yeah. That's a definite one. Yeah, I mean, I'll give the Sleepy Hollow a try. Yeah. It, it sounds interesting. So, yeah, give it a shot. You don't, you don't look sure, dude. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to place... Cause are they actually doing it as a as a post thing to sleep holiday? Are they doing it as an independent thing? Is it meant to be like this reincarnate thing later on? Um, in, I, a, I think in, it's, in an hour time. That's what I'm trying to process in my yeah, head. Of, I, I, I I don't know is the answer. You, you see um, what I mean? It's like so mm, because it was already resolved with the headless thing in the film. Yeah, so but I, I, but I, I mean the main character is Ichabod Crane, so I'm assuming it's exactly. just a retelling. Is, yeah, is Rather it retelling than, or is it a re... re uh, it a re won't be a... It's a, a modernisation. Kind of, yeah, it, it okay. won't be that the original it's, one happened and then right. this is a hundred odd years later and it's happening again. Yeah. It will be just brought up to date. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, don't worry, it'll be fine. Be alright. It'll be alright. I'll be there to hold your hand, it'll be fine. I won't be. The spinels will be there to hold your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my hand. Stop touching it. <laughs> and then the final of the Big Five studios is NBC. And they have the other J.J. Abrams show, which is Believe. Mm. So this fits into his fringe type of thoughts, doesn't it? Yeah. All sort of... You going to sneeze? No, you right? Almost. You sure? Good stuff. Yeah, I don't know much about this one. I'll <laughs> what's, the, what's the premise? The uh, premise is... <clears throat> this orphan girl had these gifts, and now she's being sought by various different parties and this one guy's got to keep her safe so yeah but it's including like telekinesis and telepathy and okay. and all the all the fringe experiments we saw in fringe basically yeah. but okay. put into a different format which is kind of cool it's a, it's a kind of fringe meets uh, X-Files I think it's a little bit uh, yes and no I I don't think it's going to be quite as elements uh, lab based as fringe Hmm. Or X Files. I don't think there'll be quite the level of uh, canon that both X Files and Fringe had. I think it is just about her rather than about a, a big wider thing. But it's Abrams, so you never it know. Could go anywhere. It could go anywhere, yeah. and there's going to be a fucking MacGuffin at the centre of it at some point. Squidgy you know, and red. Squidgy yeah. and red MacGuffin. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. <coughs> Pardon me. Yeah, and then these guys are also doing the remake of Ironside. Yeah, I think I might give that a miss. Yeah, I will watch the first episode, see what they do with it, and if I like it, I'll keep watching it. If I'm disgusted by what they've done to Raymond Burr's classic, I, I will probably have a table bit of flip. a yeah rage quit table flip, and I'll probably have a bit of a vent about it on the show Fair. because <laughs> both the pieces of work that Raymond Burr did the two iconic characters he played is he played Ironside and he played Perry Mason mm. and he was fantastic in both of them and they were awesome shows but they are at least sticking to the fact that his spine was damaged with a from a gunshot wound mm -hmm. for the Ironside character so I just don't think it will have the same impact that the original show did because I don't think there's enough there's, there's as many taboos for them to break with this mm. Indeed. In terms of, in terms of how they cast the original show and yeah. some of the principal actors, they had a, they had the black guy as one of the main, main leads, yeah. which was just huge and the for that main time. Lead was a was a woman. Was a woman. Yeah, yeah. Woman. Uh, which was massive for the time. Was. So we'll see. They've got enough shows out there that some of them are going to succeed. So this one bombs, it bombs. Yeah. Um, but hey, who knows. If that fails, they've got Dracula on that on that side as well. That's Dracula, yeah. We haven't mm. spoken about that yet. Yeah, because yeah, that's the yeah, that's uh, Jonathan Rhys Meyers, isn't it? Yeah, from the Tudors. Mm. Yeah, <coughs> could be quite interesting, or it could be rubbish like the rest of the vampires. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> we'll just have to see. Hang on, how did this get past me? Is this a there's a show called Crossbones coming out, which is a pirate show. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> Telling the stories of Edward Teach. Oh. Ah. AK Blackbeard. Awesome. Played by John Malkovich. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. That, that's going to be pretty interesting. How, how is that... Not been on my radar before now. <laughs> That's insane. I can understand how that works. He's a bit of a nut job. He's not. He's quite a. He's not a broad. He's not kind a kind of, of big jolly blackbeard. Type. Yeah. But hey, I'm. I'm, I'm if I'll anyone could do it, John Markovich could do it. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he's eating lots of pies. Maybe. Man, that's brilliant. Don't know how I missed that. So yeah, those are the new shows. Cool. And there's, there's, there's loads, loads yeah. more new shows. We haven't gone into all of them because some of them are reality TV shows, which I just don't give a shit about. No. And a lot of them are comedies, which are going to follow the same They're standard just format. Slot into yeah. Different. yeah. So, and there's a few which I've just spotted on the scan through now, which we haven't spoken about. But I'll put more in the show notes. Mm. I'll probably do some write ups at some point about them as well. But um, anything new from HBO? HBO. Yeah. Um. Because I've not heard anything. Exciting. That's a good question. Let's have a look. That's that's, that's why. Because <laughs> right, that Dexter's wrapping up. Yeah, so they're gonna yeah. have something to replace, haven't they? That's that's, you know, that's gonna be gone very really soon. Well, it? yeah, it's, it's the last couple of episodes yeah. now. Bre- is Breaking Bad HBO? Uh, um, and isn't um, isn't True yeah. Blood uh, on its final True Blood season? Is. Uh, I don't think it's on its final season. That, that, that's no, oh no no it's just that's just wrapped up yeah, there, wrapped will, up there, the, there will be uh, another season, season. Yeah. yeah they've just had the season finale ah, that's, yeah, that's I've that only watched one episode of this season oh, we've only seen the first one yeah, yeah so I've seen fun. lots of people flipping out about it though yes but it hasn't been quite as not, not as much as season 5 no. The last season I saw lots of stuff on Facebook about it and like the people I would usually expect to be talking about Tree Blood and the haven't Statuses been haven't yeah. been mm. that's um, pretty true so I just don't know whether it's just run out of steam. Mm, well, it doesn't seem to be anything. Still going. Of... I know De- Deborah Moore's still <laughs> chucking it out there. Doesn't seem to be anything vaguely interesting exciting. on okay. HBO. Well, maybe in the next uh, few weeks, perhaps. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, HBO tends to do the kind of the summer shows rather than. Yeah, the true. kind of fall but, shows because uh, that's Game of Thrones and um, True Blood and everything they all run over summer and Dexter so it'll be <clears throat> kind of February, March time we'll be hearing about stuff for HBO over summer Burn Notice is finishing as well it's got a couple of episodes left and then Burn Notice is done sure for good. so there's a lot yeah, yeah there's a load of stuff wrapping up at the moment so yeah interesting See what they get replaced with next summer because I mean, there hasn't been much new stuff in the summer season because I mean I used to watch tons of stuff because that was always when um, Warehouse Thirteen and Eureka yeah. and everything yeah. was always on over Absolutely. the summer, yeah. uh, Sanctuary and all that sort of stuff. But then now all we've got is uh, so all I've had is Burn Notice, Dexter, True Blood, and so that two of them are going this yeah. year. So it'll be interesting to see whether we get anything to replace them all next year. Um, but then, anyway, I mean, as, as well as premieres, you've got returning shows. We've got yep. Sons of Anarchy coming back, which looks awesome. Yeah. Um, How home, many home weather's coming back with an hour-long yep. special? Uh, Castle is back. Looking forward to that one. Elementary is back. And after being initially reticent, I am massively looking forward to that series because yeah. it was great. All the usual crime procedurals are back. But NCIS, apparently yeah. Ziva's leaving. So she was, she's being written out 
first episode. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. That's going to be uh, interesting. Watch of how how they write her out. I, I think she's due to cark it. Really? Yeah. Or she just could go right. You're coming back to. Uh... Well, all her family are dead. She hasn't got anyone left. <laughs> no, but because so Harry but, got killed in like season yeah, but where three. But where's she, where she from? <laughs> she, she's not. NCIS, she's no, no, she, she, well, she was Mossad, but now Mossad. she, but over yeah. the last couple of seasons, she got a US citizenship and yeah. became a full fledged NCIS officer. Yeah, but she could well be. Uh... Well, I don't know, because the, the, the Mossad guy was a dad and he's now dead. Ah, we'll see. So, yeah, be interesting. Dead, Dave. They are They're indeed all dead. all dead, Dave. <laughs> dead, Dave, they all are. <laughs> there will likely be more of that at some point soon as well. Oh, I hope so. Well, there has to be, because. Robert Llewellyn was filming stuff as Crichton yeah. for Geek Week, for Geek so Week. there's got yeah. to be something going on. Yeah. Um, Arrow is back. Arrow, is okay. okay. Really enjoyed good, good. Terrell Rothery coming into Arrow this season. We've got the Flash in there. The yes. Flash is going to appear in Arrow before he spins off to his own series. Mm. So there's some interesting stuff going on with yeah. Arrow this year. They've cast Black Canary as well. Mm. I think it's okay. uh, Laurel's sister. Didn't die in the shipwreck. Oh, right. So okay. she's come back as Black Canary, apparently. I'd, I'd prefer to see Laurel Lance's Black mm. Canary, but yeah. they're going to veer off a little bit, but never mind. Let them do it. Um, I, I, I kind of got the Laurel bit to start with and then went, no, do you know what? Because they've, they've gone there and they've gone, no, we can't do this relationship thing and stuff like that. And the whole storyline of Arrow, or, or, you know, Green Arrow and Black Canary. Is they do actually end up having a long-term on-off yeah. kind of relationship, and to me, within the continuum of Arrow, it would have been good to have an independent person, not Laurel or her sister, somebody different. I think you, I think you can't move too far away from the source. <laughs> you can't, no. That would be my I think that would be my only complaint. Take it out of the family entirely, then it's just wrong. But yeah, they're just going for the other sister. Fair enough. I think. Very soon. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the Canary references in Arrow, though. I like the place that Laurel works for, being the CNRA. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, what else have we got coming back? Criminal Minds? I'm just looking through here, and something, something fills me with hope just watching this. Because um, I have the I have the clashes in front of me. The originals, the Vampire Diary spin-off, Goes head to head with Marvel's Agents of Shield. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. So hopefully that show gets fucking buried. No win. <laughs> you yeah, lose. That's, that's, that's not going to win. But Criminal Minds. Did you see um, Mandy Patinkin talking about that the other day? No, Say it was like the worst mistake he ever made in his life was doing that. Doing that what? show. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he basically said, you know, he got into it, he thought it was going to be something else, and he basically said, you know, it was too violent, it was all about, you know, different ways of raping and murdering women every week, and just oh. didn't, yeah, he thought it was the worst thing he's ever done. Fair so, enough. Yeah, interesting. But yeah. now, because of course we've got Homeland coming back as well. Yeah. Season three mm. of Homeland. Which should be interesting, because that, that, as far as I can tell, for what they're doing with that, is they're taking it away from Brody, so Brody's not going to be in it quite as much, and the story's going to focus more on on, on uh, Claire Danes and Mandy Patinkin characters. Ah, cool. That'll be quite interesting. I think what else have we got coming back? Well, The Mentalist. 
Well, yes, which I'm yeah. massively looking forward to seeing how that plays out in the last season. Yeah, that's going to, it's got to be its final season, I think. I've not heard anything about whether it is or not, but I, it, it was the f- game-changing at the end of the last season. The but, cliffhanger from the last season yeah. suggests that they can't really stretch it on past this season, which is a shame, because I fucking love that show. Yeah, it is great. Um, It'll be nice to see it come to a... I had no idea that these were so late in the day in in the States. I mean, the medalist is uh, post 10 o'clock, so is Castle. Mm. So is Elementary. I suppose they have the comedy in the first half of the evening, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Revolution's back. See, I've not seen season one of that, but that's on Netflix, I think, so I'm going to try and catch up with that. I watched the first six episodes of that season. It it just didn't seem to go anywhere. No? It just didn't seem to move quickly. Because that's the Eric Kripke one, isn't it? No, it's J.J. Abrams and is it Abrams? Uh, right, John okay. Favreau. What's the one I'm thinking of? Because there's a, a, there was a, a, a new Eric Kripke one. It could that came be Eric. I think season. it could be in there as well. There was a lot of big names. I know that. I know it's mostly touted as being an Abrams vehicle. Right. Um, wonderful premise, and the trailers for it were great, and I really wanted to watch it, uh, but it, the story just dragged, and the acting just wasn't, wasn't good enough. Right, right. It didn't really sell the whole future apocalypse thing right. and the world didn't seem built well enough either fair enough so but that's up against Arrow on Wednesdays mm. um, all these days and times instantly are American so yes it's the <laughs> following day at whatever time you want to stream it for, <laughs> for UK audiences um Although Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming to Channel 4. Channel 4, but when, when is it? Was it screening the day after? or I think it's going to... Week later? Week later, or? I think, isn't it? It won't be too long after the original, I don't think. So I would say probably a week, week or so, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I probably won't wait that long. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no, it's not a chance. Um, so yeah. we need Netflix to step in and... Buy it and put it on next day like they're doing with Breaking Bad at the moment. That would be awesome. That would be a very awesome win. I like that Netflix should do more of that. In fact, they should do all these shows that we've listed so far. Netflix, buy those. Well, I, I still hold to the idea that I had a few episodes ago where, like, regional releases don't make any difference and make any sense yeah. in, no, in, a, in an online world. Anyway, they, just, they just don't. And I would quite happily pay to watch these shows online yeah. if I could get a reliable stream and decent quality. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't stream them because I don't want to pay for them. I stream them because I can't wait. Yeah, that's why I stream them. I'd happily pay for them, and I'd happily take some sort of payment as a deposit against a DVD box set or something, yeah. and then pay the rest when it comes out. You know, because that's I just want it now. I just don't want to wait. And why should we? There's no, there's no, there's no yeah, sense to it. The whole world like fucking writes Twitter and Facebooking and <sighs> social media about all these shows, and it's like yeah. it, it, it segregates them. the online community because the Americans all go, "Well, wasn't that an amazing episode?" And the UK's like, "Shh, don't, don't talk. No, we're not allowed." Yeah. And it just it, it it kind of segregates that online community that we've got now because there is a massive online community yeah. of people yeah. with it for each show multinationally. Yeah. And they they must know that people stream these shows. Yeah, yeah, I imagine they do. But so why? But it's the same with the music industry. You know, rather than trying to find ways of monetizing people's activities, they try to stop it yeah. and force people to go down archaic and out of date channels to 
Because well, because they don't want to change. Because they can't be asked. Yeah, <laughs> coming up with a new business model. We've always yeah. done it this way. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. We're going to carry on. Oh, there are better ways of doing it. I mean, my dissertation was writing an entire new business model for the record labels, yeah. and it's I I could adapt that quite easily for Anything. for the film and TV industries as well, but they just because even sort of like regional advertising makes no sense anymore either. Like, having something released in the States so you can sell adverts for American products to American audiences, and then having it in the UK months later and then reselling the advertising, you can do it at the same time. Because Raw, WWE Raw, that, that broadcasts worldwide at the yes. same time, and its adverts are still region tailored to regions. If the networks would just scrap the whole regional, regional boundaries thing, yes. they could maximise their advertising revenue Absolutely. so much more. Because they just sell it in different yeah. states or different uh, regions. Yes. Yeah, but you just look at the economies of scale of the whole thing yeah. as well, thinking, well, before we were trying to pitch to advertisers for an audience of, like, the, the, of this country. that channel. Yeah, in this country. Now we can do it for, how many people watch it in the world? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but these people, the, these these industries... The creative, the creative media industry is a creative, the content creators side of it. The people who actually make the shows or make the music or shoot the films, they're the people thinking creatively. The people upstairs who hold the purse strings and finance it, they don't. Right. They're, they're completely inflexible and it's just about time now that in a digital age we should move on past traditional distribution. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> Backslash rant. <laughs> right. I'll put away the soapbox now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, so key dates in September to watch out for. September the 10th is the Sons of Anarchy return. And. There's actually not much in that first couple of weeks. September 24th is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm. which is just going to be amazing. High Mighty Mother returns on the 23rd. I'm looking forward to that last season. After tapping out halfway through the last season, I was <laughs> bored. Uh, Elementary's on the 26th of September. Big Bang Theory comes back with an hour special on the 26th as well. Uh, Simpsons returns on the 29th. Really? <laughs> so does Family Guy and American Dad and The Mentalist. That's the big day. And Homeland. Homeland's back on that day as well. Vampire Diaries are, no one cares. Uh, <laughs> is that still going? <laughs> Arrow's back on the 9th of October. Cool, cool. Supernatural's back on the 8th. Walking Dead returns on the 13th of October. Awesome. That's a nice way to celebrate that's, my exams finishing. That's, that's going to be fucking epic as well. Almost Human is on the 4th of November. So quite a way to yeah, go for that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, uh, that... This is get, probably getting into the shorter seasons. Yeah. Which I, I'm, I'm sure at some point someone's going to come out and blame the, the short season requirement on internet piracy. They're going to come out and say we have to do short seasons now because we don't have the money to do long seasons because you pirate on the internet. No, it's bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. I'm much more in favour in of the shorter run, longer episodes. Yeah. In, yeah. in the same way as Dexter, Game of Thrones, all that. They're hour long. Uh, 12 episodes per season. That's like, much better. 12 or 10. Yeah, like all the Netflix content as well. Yeah. 
Orange is the New Black, yeah. House of Cards, Arrested Development. They're all yeah. short seasons. Yeah. So I'm going to put the link to this uh, calendar in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure people are interested in more than the shows that we just talk about. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm, yeah, sure they are. There's, I'm sure we must know someone who's interested in Dancing with the Stars. So yeah. what? No. No. Okay, no. Right. no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are interested, that's back on the 16th of September. <laughs> Nobody cares. Edited. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I keep it in. We're going to have the one angry Dancing with the Stars fan. <laughs> Hate mail. <laughs> oh, we'll take it. You know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's hope. Yeah, I, I, I love this time of year. I love I love the new new shows when they come out. <clears throat> very very exciting times. But the ones that caught my eye, other than Shield, which you said is a gimme already, is uh, almost human. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely so. definitely up for that. Cool. I think we're about done for this episode. Cool. Anything else? I, I don't think so. Yeah, just random things other than that. Yeah, yeah it's all fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm spent. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Have we got any events or anything coming up? Um, Worth shouting out about? Oh, we completely didn't talk about board gaming day. Last week, Indeed, I went to. yes. Wow, man, we've had some busy times. Indeed, yeah, the tabletop. Tabletop day, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I played a game called Monty's Mortuary. It's a card and tile based zombie game, which was designed by the guys from Worcester Wargamers. Okay. They are going to have a Kickstarter starting on the 1st of September um, to, to get this into proper production something out there it's so much fun uh, <laughs> it's got a scalable difficulty so you can put you can add or remove first aid kits from like your big deck of cards which you will draw uh, depending on how difficult you want it to be and you can add other zombies and stuff but you have to essentially you have to work as a team so you, you yeah. all you all move as a team through tiled a tiled maze as you go through um, to get out and once if you die, you turn. Right. Then you start playing as a zombie. Awesome. Um, that's, that's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. So, I didn't win. No one won. I just survived the longest. I won on terms of zombie kills. I had more zombie kills than anybody else, but I still bit the big one in the end. We all died. Mm. But it was fun. Yeah, speaking of, we, we had uh, a day in Thirsty Meeples, the board game cafe. That was Saturday, wasn't it? That was on Saturday, yeah. That was really cool, actually, yeah. They've got tons and tons of games in there. It was brilliant. Everything from really, really simple stuff. So there's one uh, called Timeline, uh, which is basically a bunch of cards, and they have like an invention or uh, an event throughout history. And what you have to do is you have to put it in the timeline where you think it happened, and then you turn the card over, and it's got the date on it. Huh. And so yeah, you're the first, you have to be the first one to get rid of all your cards by guessing where they appear in the timeline correctly. Yeah. And that was quite simple and quite good fun. That was yeah. great. Oh, brilliant. Uh, and we played Zombies, yep. which was great fun. Uh, and uh, they, they played Junior Carcassonne with uh, <laughs> Megan and, and Isabel. They played Big Carcassonne as well. Uh, and I played uh, another cooperative one, which was Vanguard, 
which is um, the Marvel deck building game. Oh, wow. Which was really good fun. It was excellent. I've never played a game like that before where it's, it's cooperative. You have three of you playing and then you, you fight against the decks that are in front of you. So you've got an evil mastermind and then you build kind of their support decks. And so as stuff comes out, you have to react to it and you build your own deck by recruiting heroes out of the available hero pile and stuff. It was really quite cool. Oh, wow. It was an interesting game, but I mean, that, that's one of the real top-end expensive. I think that's like 80 quid for that game. Very expensive board game. But, of course, with Thirsty Meeples, you can play pay a couple of quid, go and sit in there, drink coffee and play it. I have to get down there. I might get down on Thursday. I'm not working Thursday. Yeah, that was, it was great. It's really nice. It was really busy. All yeah. day, really busy. Because so, we hide the table, because there were seven of us, so we hide out the table for the afternoon, and that was really cool. Had to give it a shot. Yeah. How much was that for the for the afternoon then? Um, well, we ended up paying between the seven of us. It was just over sixty quid for including cover charges and drinks and sandwiches and stuff. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so that was between seven yeah. people, so less than a tenner a head. How long were you there? Five hours. Five hours of gaming. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get on the show at some point. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I spoke to the guy who, yes. who runs it, and he said, "Yeah, he's totally up for sitting on and chatting." Because the other thing that we missed this weekend was the um, the comic book convention thing oh, in, in yeah, yeah. Oxford. Yeah. Uh, caption. Because I was talking to the guy who runs that, and we're seeing about whether we could hook up or anything, but we just uh, couldn't make it work this yeah. weekend. So I've chatted with him since, and he's uh, says he's up for coming on the show and chatting. So that's all good. That'd be rad. So yeah, there's been a load of stuff happening. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think if there's anything. There's anything else before upcoming. we actually finish. Yeah. Anything coming up? Uh, any upcoming events? Uh, so we said about the the Serenity Londonian brown coat. So yeah. I'll add that to the event diary and stuff. Um, there's nothing, nothing really new that comes to mind or that I, that I can think of. And the, the um, only thing I need is I know I've got a load of gigs coming up. We've got to see Alice in Chains at Alexandra yeah. Palace. That's going to be awesome. Uh, it's the Worcester Music Festival uh, this weekend, actually. That's Bunkfest this weekend in Wallingford as well. Yeah. Which, uh, somebody told me that the men that will not be blamed for nothing are playing there, but I haven't seen them on the listings anywhere. Mm-hmm. So they may or may not be playing. Uh, the ones we, we've had on the show before, the steampunk yeah. band. Yeah. I'm going to try and find some new bands at the festival this weekend. So, get them on the show. Yeah, I think that's about it. I think that is actually about it this time. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Like every good wrestling match, you had a false finish. They're <laughs> <laughs> back. Right. Sweet. Okay, well, that's it for this show. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been Eddie. And until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.